Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. Welcome to You Beauty, Mamma Mia's daily podcast for your face. I am Kelly McCarran, and after the monster affair that was our gloriously fun beauty awards, we are back to regular programming. And that means that on Thursdays, I spotlight on something in the beauty space that I think you're going to find wildly interesting. And today, UBs, you're in for a real treat. I'm spotlighting Ariel Tejada, aka Makeup by Ariel, who is an absolute lord of the tools. Like surely so many of you are squealing with excitement right now because you recognize the name. He is one of the most famous and talented makeup artists in Hollywood and they were recently in town with Naked Sundays. So I obviously begged because I was desperate to sit down with him and chat. If you haven't heard of Ariel before, I'm almost certain you would have seen some of his spectacular looks because he has worked with some of the biggest celebrities in in the world. Celebs like Kylie Jenner, the Kardashians in general, even Che Mitchell, just to name a few. I brought Ariel in to squeeze out all of his beauty secrets and to give us some hot tips on how we can get glam like a Kardashian. I read that the first person you did makeup on was your cousin. And although at the time you were like, yay, slay, looking back, you're like, ooh, I've gotten loads better. Can you tell us about this look that was so impactful on your career? When I first started playing around with makeup and like really getting into it, I didn't have many people to practice on. So my cousins let me use their faces as canvases. And one of my cousins, I glued her eyes shut with lash glue. So that was an interesting experience. And still to this day, she won't let me do her makeup, but it's funny. It's trial and error. You know, you grow from these experiences. So that was a fun time. It's a good story to tell, I guess. So I asked you earlier to choose one of your favorite looks that you've ever done. What look did you choose? Well, there's two looks that are really special to me for the same reason. One of them is Met Gala 2016 because that kind of like solidified just like what my look was as a makeup artist. It was kind of like the Ariel stamp. And then recently... We did another look for the CFDA Awards with Kylie, and that was a second wave of what now my makeup is inspired by, which is crazy. I keep getting inspiration from my own work. That glam is now like the base of like our glam. And I mean, how amazing for you. I know that you said that you do find that social media can be quite a toxic place and I completely agree with you. But how amazing whenever you do jump on Instagram or TikTok to see artists all around the world recreating these iconic Ariel looks. That's amazing. It's such a blessing, honestly. And I've always said that social media has been a great attribute to my career. I think that over time it's become a little bit of a toxic place, but it still has its amazing pluses. And it's given a lot of creators the space to have a career and to make amounts of money that maybe people didn't even think was possible. 
through social media, it's like now like a real career. Some people frowned upon before. And for me to be able to reach so many people, like even today, being in Sydney with everyone and receiving this beautiful energy from everyone, knowing that I've touched all these people's lives through my art is really incredible. So what people really want to know, so what our audience of beauty fanatics would love to know is when you're thinking about these iconic looks that you've created or even just any look that you create, what are some of the products that are just must-haves for you in your kit? Well, I always have to have a really good moisturizer. Like skincare is the base of makeup and if the skin prep is not it, like I don't really use primers a lot. So skincare is really important to me. I always have my La Mer moisturizers with me or something really gentle like a Cetaphil, which is a drugstore moisturizer. I, I like things that are really hydrating and soothing. So I have a mix of a lot of different moisturizers in my kit, just depending on the skin type that are staples. And I can't not not have them in my kit. A staple now that I don't think is going anywhere is my Estee Lauder Double Wear Sheer Foundation. I'm obsessed with it. I think it's such a great formula. And it's like a true representation of like second skin, but better. I have like an obsession with powders and like the finishes and trying to get like that perfect powder that doesn't cake up or that is not super drying, but still like mattifies the skin. I think like Laura Mercier is such a classic and it's never going to leave my kit. So that's a staple for me. I love like Laura Mercier. I love the Givenchy Prisma Libre powders. Like those are great. I also love using a pressed powder now and like lightly setting with a translucent powder after, but I don't really bake anymore. I think the the key is really thin layers of everything and just like building a really smooth, soft finish base. Oh, and another staple in my kit is a powder puff. It will never leave my side. Do you just have like a big bag full of them? Oh, I have endless amounts. Because when we talk about tools, so I was actually at your virtual event a couple of years ago that you did with Morphe to launch your brush collection with them. Yes. And they are incredible. The quality, the shape of them, everything is just amazing. So obviously you have your brushes in your kit and your powder puff. Do you also like beauty blenders or are you not so much of a beauty blender type of person? I have a blending sponge that I created in my kit and that is something I cannot, now I cannot live without it. I think I perfected the perfect beauty sponge. What I wanted to do with that collection was create tools that make makeup application easier. You know, nobody wants to spend endless amounts of time trying to blend something. And I think your tools are really essential for that. So I'm obsessed with what we were able to create. Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. With your signature glam look, you've spoken a lot about precision and taking time, but how long do you actually think that it would roughly take to do the Ariel signature glam look? I think if I had all the time in the world, I would <laughs> every single second that was given to me because I'm that much of a perfectionist. Yeah. But I've learned that sometimes you have to back off and that 
There's little microscopic details that most people don't catch and that's okay. But I will say on average, especially now with kids involved and stuff, I don't have more than like an hour and a half to do glam. That's still a long period of time for a lot of people. Like I just really care about detail. I'm very detail oriented. And so would you say that time is one of your non-negotiables for creating the Ariel glam look? It is. And every one of my client respects that and knows that. My clients are so easy and they know like if they sit there, they're going to walk away looking like a piece of art. So so what other non-negotiables would you say you have with doing makeup and making sure that someone looks and feels their most amazing before a big event, like a red carpet event or a magazine shoot or something like that? A glam meeting is really important to me. Oh, that's a great tip. Every team that I am a part of, we are very interactive with Glam. We always have meetings, especially me, Kylie, and Jesus. Like we get together and the hair is just as important as the dress. The makeup is just as important. Everything is very, very, the poses, everything. Like we take references from the 90s and whatever it is that we're trying to hone, whatever that energy is, we are taking references on Pinterest and making it our own vibe and making the old new. So it's a collaborative effort and we all work together to do this. When you're speaking to someone that say is a up and coming makeup artist, or they've just sort of started out in the beauty industry, what do you see a lot of people doing wrong or wish that they would sort of take note of? For me, that's always hard to answer. One, because I don't ever want to make anyone feel bad. And two, I just think makeup is so, it's a feeling and it's a form of expression. It's art. And I feel like everyone has their way of expressing that. So it's kind of hard to really judge that. But I think when people are following quote unquote trends, right? Like that can get a little bit confusing to me to understand because there's things that are taken a little too far. Like the pink under eye, like people are like putting blush all the way into almost your waterline. And I'm just like, you know, think some things are a little extreme, but I mean, hey, if that's your form of expression and that's how you want to express your art and your makeup, then sure. That's so true because as well, makeup and beauty in general, it's so subjective. It's so subjective. You know, what's also interesting is that a lot of people, like they get flustered if I'm watching them do their makeup because they think I'm judging, but I'm actually, I'm learning. Yeah. I'm a very observant person and Ever since I was little, like I would watch my mom put her lipstick on or her mascara. Like I've always been super attentive to anything beauty related. And even now, like sometimes Kylie loves to do her own makeup a lot. Like she's really good at it. It's like one of her passions. I think she would be a makeup artist in another life if she wasn't who she is. I watch her sometimes and she's like, stop watching me. And I'm like, it's exciting to me because I get to learn and pick up on things that maybe like every girl sees their face so different. So it's interesting for me to see how you like to see yourself or how you like to do certain things yourself. I'm never judging. I'm I'm watching in admiration. What products do you think just the average person that really loves makeup, are there any, even if it's just a category of a product that everyone sort of, they definitely need? Everyone definitely needs my brushes or at least experience it at some point. I'm not even trying to push for my collab because it's done incredible and I'm very blessed and highly favored. But really, truly, there was so much heart and energy put into that collab and like real detail that these brushes are perfect. And I feel like an essential tool is important. So I feel like if you can get your hands on my brushes, that's amazing. If not, I also love like the Surat Beauty brushes. I think those are incredible. 
I have an obsession with tools and I think they're really important. And obviously a good powder puff is really important. Like that is like the sealant of all sealants for makeup. It's better than any setting spray could ever set your makeup. It is the key to like really smooth red carpet ready makeup. Like that airbrushed skin. Yeah, totally. We get a little flustered on like, oh, what is this person using? Or what's the best this? It's more like what works for you. And then try to find out ways of perfecting your technique to perfect your application. Finally, if we were ever lucky enough to get a Makeup by Ariel makeup collection, what would be the first product that you would want the world to have? A lot of my other colleagues have come out with makeup lines and I feel like I'm like the last one to do my thing, but it's because I'm such a perfectionist and like I get scared of like, am I doing the right thing? Like, am I choosing the right products? You know, like um, I've been working on a secret project for some time, so there is something coming. I don't really want to speak on it yet because I don't want to jinx myself, but just know it's really, really amazing. And anything that I put out is something that I really believe in. And I'm excited for you guys to try what's next for me. And everything that you have released has just been absolute magic for everyone. So I really appreciate you. I appreciate your time. And thank you so much for joining us today on You Beauty. Thank you for having me. This podcast was made by Mamma Mia, produced by Michaela Floriano with audio production by Leah Porges. With unlimited access to world-class podcasts, stories, videos, and events for women, subscribe to Mamma Mia and feel seen and heard like never before. Bye.